Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to yet another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the sassy as always, Sublime. Sassy as always, and yet not sleepy. I got good sleep. I don't know how. I'm impressed, actually. Who'd you steal it from? (laughs) Right. You know, I definitely stole it from someone. And as you can hear, we also have the uh, the wonderful, as always, Linian. Hello. I think it was me. I think it was me that you stole it from. You know <laughs> yeah. what? It could be, now that you're on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, that, that's your area of effect, is just the time uh-huh. zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dream eater. <laughs> we are here to talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. I am excited to be here and just talk with everybody today. Uh, Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Yeah, it's a nonsensical name. We came up with in 2007 uh, as well. So I think I'm the most tired, actually. I threw like a, I threw, like, a party last night. Good for you. Well, it was, okay, so like what happened was um, my in-laws uh, purchased us some wine. Um, and it wasn't nice. It wasn't supposed to get here until like September because it was coming from your land on the West Coast. As opposed to my land. Yeah. On the West Coast. This land is your land. As opposed to Ohio. (laughs) uh, It came from a place that actually has grapes. To be fair, there are grapes in the Midwest, but that's a completely different story. But are they good grapes? Uh, Yeah, actually, I I would say that most wine that is made in the Midwest is typically sweeter wine. And I don't think that's because of the grapes per se, but more because of the clientele. Hmm. So uh, we there are some uh, really good rosés at a at a winery over there that we got uh, shipped to us, and we're like, oh, we've got to share the love with our friends. So we went ahead and we held a, we just like threw a party. It was supposed to be a wine tasting, and it turned into way more. Uh, <laughs> it turned into way more. It was uh, it was a good party though. Uh, we had a good time, and I got to play bartender. It was, it, was, it I built a, I actually built an outdoor bar, <laughs> and I still need to finish it because it's not uh, it's not completely sealed for the elements quite yet. And it is supposed to rain. I was going to ask if it was one of those things that you can roll out, or if it was like a permanent fixture. Both of those things are true. Well, it, it's on it's on wheels. I put it on casters, mostly mm-hmm. because in the state of Ohio, outdoors is not accessible to you for at least three months out of the year. Uh, As are most places in the normal yes. hemisphere. But yes, <laughs> yes, uh, it is not it is not habitable outdoors for three months out of the year. So I figured I would put it on wheels so that I could take it inside. And have mm-hmm. a have a decent time, like at least put it in my garage, you know, mm-hmm. and use it there. At but, least, uh, but I'm hoping it looks nice enough that I could put it in the in the house proper when I'm done <laughs> with it, because we do have like an extra. I don't know, like 
I don't know how houses were designed in like the nineties and the and the eighties, but there's always like two living rooms. You know what I mean? A living room in a den, yes. Yeah, my parents yeah. had their house built in the nineties. Yeah. So so like I bought my house that I purchased is in was built in the nineties, and so like we have a living room, which I, we use as a living room, and then we've got extra room that uh, is supposed to be like, you know, family room slash living room number two. I don't really know. Yeah. Family room, private living. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I I don't have kids so I don't have any use for this space. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's pretty empty. They're like, there's just a couch there. So I'm like I'm going to put my bar in there and it's going to be a good time. I'm going to buy a neon sign. It's going to be, you know, top top notch, high class. I love that. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So I I I had a good time with that though. I did uh, I did play in a league challenge this week and it got absolutely wrecked. What were you running? Uh, I was playing Lost Tina this week. Love that. Yeah, it's it, it's that. a it's a fun deck, but like I could tell. So I played a lot of games of Lost Tina, and I like I think what happened was I went over the hurdle of like too much practice. If you know what I mean, like I was practicing it with it so much that I was just like getting brain dead playing it, and like uh, I could feel it like before I went into the league challenge. I'm like I'm like this is a bad call. Like I can't I like I can't pilot this deck very well right now. Because there was a point where, like, I was like, oh, I'm peak performance. Like, I know exactly what I'm doing with this deck. And then I just got to the point where I'm like, my brain doesn't want to run the deck. It doesn't know how right now. And that happened a lot. You you shot all the way to muscle memory. Yeah, I shot to muscle memory, but it was like, but the muscle memory was very weak. And it did not yeah. work out well. Uh, so I, I ended up going like 2-3 and I was like, yeah, I need to like just not play for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to I need a hard reset on my on my Pokemon skills. So it I, I'm taking I'm taking like a small break. I'll probably go back and start playing again like in a week or two. Uh I'll probably start playing online first. I it, well we do actually have the Puckle League challenge tomorrow, so I will play in that, but probably not Lost Tina. I'll probably play something stupid and dumb that I've been wanting to try. Hmm. Just go play like Chien Power or something. Because the new set actually dropped yesterday and I still haven't opened any of it. <laughs> because hmm. it is that underwhelming of a set but we'll see we'll see if that they can't all be winners time. yeah you know it's it's something i don't know if it's good I feel like there's always one of those early sets yeah it's not the first or second but there's always one that's just like a it's real like, stinker eh. yeah yeah i think it was like rising fists or something yeah it's like back, the, you know the, there's always like one set that's just kind of poop and it's just the way that we grab cards from japan too because that's true because like our sets aren't just like our sets they're combinations of like products yeah put out in Japan. because we get much bigger sets than yeah yeah uh which i'm not a, honestly I'd re- i honestly i honestly kind of want the japanese model but that's a completely different topic for a different day so what they do is like usually we get two sets combined into one set and that's what happened with the first like two sets of the Scarlet and Violet block is we ended up getting, you know, uh, the Scarlet and Violet TCG sets combined in the Scarlet and Violet base set. I think there was also a third set that was actually thrown into that as well. Parts of it. And then the other parts of it were thrown into Paldea Evolved, which came out in June. And so they kind of ran out of sets. Like there's only one set that was left for them to adapt for this one called. Uh, so this one's called Obsidian Flames because it's the third set in a block. And I guess that's just the Charizard set now. Because mm-hmm. we've had that the past three times, like Burning Do Shadows. Do we need that, really? Does Charizard need a set every damn time? Like, Apparently. 
I guess. And it sells so well, yeah. Yeah, as a Pokemon fan, I agree with you, Sublime. As a TPCI businessman, I probably think we do need a Charizard set every time. Yeah, so like we had Burning Shadows, Darkness Ablaze, and now we've got Obsidian Flames, right? It's always like the third set of the block, too, which is kind of crazy. Well, it's probably because it's either the fifth or sixth set of each Japanese release. Yeah, and so the reason this has been so like poop, by the way, is because they actually had a... And so we only had one set from Japan, which is like 70 cards. But because we're getting much, we get much larger sets here in the US, how do you pad out an extra 100 cards, right? In the set. Mm -hmm. And the way they did that is in Japan, they come out with these decks that you can buy that pretend to be competitive. And Mm -hmm. they have a bunch of exclusive like Pokemon EX in them and stuff like that. And a bunch of other like basic Pokemon to include. And so we get that, and it turns out that none of those cards are actually that good, or are worth playing, with the exception of, like, maybe this Toad's Cruel that's coming out, but... So, there's very little to be excited about this set. This is, like, almost entirely a collector set, because people just want to go chase Charizard. To be fair, the art in the set is really good. The art is actually really good. You are correct. Yeah, the art is just fantastic. I mean, I'm going to go buy, actually, after we record today, I'm going to go buy, buy a, like, a booster box or something of it just to have some of the cars on hand. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at some point, like, somebody's going to be like, I'm running the, I'm running the Delphox from, Bur- from Obsidian Flames because it's got 10 more HP than this one. And you're going to be like, well, I wish I had that one. Delphox? Or do you mean Fennekin? Same thing. No, I don't, because I don't know if they, like, had... I'm not following this set at all. I knew what you meant. Yeah, Yeah, because sometimes when you have a good stage, too, you want a basic with more HP than the ultimate. Yeah, you you want a good chunk. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, especially right now with Lost Box in the meta still being a thing, because, like, Lost Box, if you have 60 HP basics, like, that's just no bueno, because the Sableye can come in and just ping both of them at ping two of them and knock them out in one go so having the difference between like 60 and 70 hp in the pokemon tcg right now is massive Mm -hmm. like it's a huge it's a huge boon to have 70 hp over 60 hp just food for thought sniping yeah it's just better i mean greninja radiant greninja i should say can come out and like do some massive damage but that's uh that's different that's different but yeah Uh, i'm sorry i took up all the time do you guys have anything cool exciting so uh, a while ago, as a as a gift, uh, my partner backed this game called Alestral. Oh, I've heard about the. Oh, I this is a drives game. Yeah. So we received it finally. Okay. And it is. Tell me. Fine. I want to know. <laughs> it, that is exactly what I expected. We we played a few games with like the precon, so this might just be like a precon issue. But the game is really rough on the back foot. Okay. The game has some really interesting ideas, some really good ideas, and to its credit, very few bad ideas. Just not a lot of, there hasn't been a lot that's like, caught me, you know? And I'm like, maybe this is just growing pains and it'll get a little more complex as it goes, but it's not bad. I didn't have like high expectations for it, mostly because A-Drive started it, and A-Drive's experience with like TCGs, from my from my understanding, based on the limited amount of content of his that I watch nowadays is that he just opens packs, right, of Pokemon cards. And then he thought to himself, I should open, I should start my own TCG so people can open my packs. Um, it doesn't feel like that. It okay. feels like uh, someone really liked Yu-Gi-Oh! and then wanted to fix Yu-Gi-Oh! 
fix Yu-Gi-Oh. That's, that's a, a that's a that's a, a, that's a big order. Yeah, that's a big that's lift. A tall order. Okay. That's a they, big they, lift. I will say succeeded more than failed. It's just I feel like a lot of this I feel like can be fixed in like two in, in like a set or two, adding a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is just the first set. It is just the first but set. But a lot of my my issues are like this this is very much uh a lo- this is very simple. It's not bad. Uh, and it's got some very interesting depth to it. I did get a little nervous when I was reading through the rule book, and then there was a section that if you play magic, it's just layers. And I went, oh no, I don't want to have to deal with this. And it turns out you you very rarely have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I think A-Drive is the face, but there are clearly some talented designers working for it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting Every The one thing that I don't know how I feel about, so there's nothing rarer than the one per pack rare. Like, there's no Mythic or GX or whatever, where it's even rarer than the base ones. It's very early on, though. Yes, but what they have instead is, uh, to your credit, this is what they're, how he's going to make everyone open packs forever, and it's kind of ingenious. Uh, they're just basically shiny cards. Oh, just like reverse hollows, like all the time. Oh no, like the, no, 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 like the, they the creatures are shiny. It's the same creature with a different art on it in a different color. <laughs> it's literally a shiny, and then they're serialized. Commons get ten, uncommons get twenty-five. Uh, sorry, uh, uncommon rares get ten, uncommons get twenty-five, commons get ninety-nine. Made, mm-hmm. and they're all serialized and numbered. So the the real rarity is if you have one of the whatever they're called, versions. Shinies. Which, as we found out, aren't only in packs. They can be in pre-con product. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Good for him. Yeah, I know, because we opened all of our all the packs. We're like, oh, we didn't get one. And we opened the pre-con product. I went, oh, look, they threw this into all the pre-cons, because it was the first one that we mm-hmm. opened. And then they didn't. That was the only one. <laughs> That's cute. That's a cute idea. Yeah, so now we have serialized 11 out of 99 Sluggle, uh, and we are accepting bids. <laughs> what about you, Sublime? Anything anything hip happening? Um, So to speak, it's about to be happening. Um, oh my gosh, I just finished a month of working uh, essentially summer school where I took kids on, like, way too many field trips. Oof. Uh, but... I finished yesterday. I took them to a pool, the aquatic center nearby, mm-hmm. and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So I am ready to party. Uh, <laughs> and I deserve it. <laughs> you do. Make me some of that Tokyo tea. Come on over. Yeah. Come on over. I, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> I love a Tokyo tea. Well, all right. Uh, well, this was a good intro. Uh, we're going to go ahead. Uh, kick it on over. Uh, start our Pokemon discussion uh, over with the news. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. Welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. First of all, uh, there was the quarterly report uh, from Nintendo, so we got some sales information. Um, nothing too excited, but Mario Odyssey did kick Pokemon Sword and Shield from the top five Switch games. As it should. 
Honestly, this isn't even that much about uh, me being bitter about Sword and Shield. I just really like Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Mario Odyssey is actually a really good game, and I'm really you know, upset we haven't had our sequel. Like, yeah, Mario Odyssey is an incredible game, and we had a lot more Pokemon games than we do Mario yeah. games that are, like, of that caliber. Yeah, Mar- Mario Odyssey is really solid, and a game that I will actually go back and play once every couple years. Absolutely. Just because it's long enough that I forget things, so I can just go and <laughs> play it. And there's so much to, like, you know, there's a lot to dig for. Exactly. Yeah, like, I I replayed it a while ago, and I did entirely different moons to get from Mm -hmm. uh, things there. There's enough content that you don't just have to, like... Like, as much as I love uh, some of the other Mario games, yeah, I do get tired of replaying uh, the exact same level path every time. Yeah, there's... Mario Odyssey is very good. Uh, It's probably very close... It probably got a boost as well. Definitely. Yeah, uh, Sword and Shield, or Scarlet and Violet, is also doing really well, and is probably uh, about to unseat Gold and Silver, I think, where the next one is the number three best-selling Pokemon game, and it's been less than a year, so it's probably also going to unseat Sword and Shield as the second best-selling Pokemon game. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, Especially I do agree- once we hit the DLC. Once we yeah, get I- DLC, it's over. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's some there's some news, but I think this news is more a topic, so. Yeah, super fast. There's a 35-minute Pokemon Direct August 8th at 9 a.m. Eastern. Yep. Well, uh, Sublime. We'll just Speaking of Spark, Scarlet and Violet, uh, Worlds is this weekend, uh, starting Thursday evening for us, for those of the U.S. Yes. And um, a bunch of info has been released for next year's season. The U.S. is going to require 500 champion points uh, mm-hmm. for VG Masters. That is ins- that's, that's wild. Um, they're also TCG's killing worst. the J2... It's just, it's ugh, six, it's it's just 600 bigger CP. and bigger. It gets harder and harder to get there. Yeah, it's like six, somebody put together like a thing for TCG because I this year I was like, oh, maybe I'll like actually try and see if I can get an invite, especially if it's going to like I'm like, even if it's 500, 500 is reasonable. I could probably hit 500 with like a little yeah. bit of overextending. But, God, and, yeah, that's a and, lot. That's a lot of effort to do. Um, and, they also and, killed yeah. day two. For Thank God. Buys. Thank God. Yep. Because the problem, and, the problem was you had all these competitors going and like taking up. A, I don't know. It was very intimidating to like be like, "Oh, these top players are here because they're all just chasing the top sixteen to get the day two invite." Also, regional champions and international finalists will now receive automatic worlds invite. Mm-hmm. Finally, that, that was so dumb. No, there was a there was a person who won two back to back regionals before they lowered the point threshold to get into worlds this year, and she still did not have an invite to. That's it wild. Was, it was. Do you wild. know how many people are at a regional? Yeah, especially in TCG now, it's it's over a thousand. If you beat a thousand people, you deserve an invite. Like exactly, exactly. There's Twice. More people, there's typically more people at a regional than an international. That's not NAIC. Like NAIC is the biggest tournament of the year, but if you go to if you go to like EUIC or something like that, the, usually the player count is lower than a US regional. Also, and this is an aside. If you're trying to build good storylines, like I know that they are, being able to say this is the champion of this event matters mm-hmm. a lot, especially when you disincentivize from people from getting the hat trick. Because it's like, this guy won these four tournaments, and this one won these three. It's like, well, I don't really know how that feels. But if it's like, this guy won this specific tournament, it's like, okay, great. This is a hometown hero, even if it's not. Yeah. No, I, I'm a big fan of that change. Like, a huge fan of that change. <sighs> Because even that, because then a lot of people who just like win regionals, like they don't have to do anything else for the rest. Of the- uh, practice. Uh, it, they just practice exactly. But yeah, I don't think a lot fine of what the- they're going to take. I like say there's a regional coming up in September. 
uh, early September Pittsburgh regional. Whoever wins that is just not going to have to worry about their world's invite like the rest of the year. They can just do whatever for like the whole year. It's kind of insane to think about. Scrapbook. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> moving on another Lydian uh, point or. Yeah. Seven star Mewtwo raid event uh, might be announced uh, at the presents prob- for Worlds weekend. It probably will be. It probably will be. Uh, using a Mew in the raid gives Mew a power boost and it earns a mightiest mark for winning. Uh, the mm-hmm. teaser for the direct even emphasizes the M in Pokemon with neon purple lighting, which is also uh, announcing Mega Y and Unite probably. Oh, Mega God. Y is the psychic one, right? Like, yeah. Not the yes. punchy one. Yeah, no. The not punchy one. X is like the one that they just haven't really acknowledged. X is exists. like the uh, it's like the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how Charizard Y always gets shafted for Mega Charizard X. Uh, I always prefer Charizard Y, only because it's set up. I, anyway. I, I like Charizard Y better just because it feels like more of a natural evolution for Charizard than yeah. any of the others. Mega Charizard X just feels like, hey, what it's did pandering. everyone complain about? <laughs> yeah, it's just pandering. With a cool color. We get like, it. I do it's prefer fun. Mega Mewtwo Y, but I saw uh, something where uh, it's got a little handle on top of its head, and I don't like yep. that. Yep, yep. <laughs> You can handle. just little, put it on a tree branch and it's stuck. <laughs> yep. It's like those things you could throw, uh, those sticky things as a kid with a hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly about. what Mega Mewtwo Y's head looks like. I am also a child of the 90s. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do recall these things. I remember my mom just never letting me have one because she's like, it will get gunk on everything. No. No, it doesn't get gunk on everything. Everything gets stuck to it. Yeah, it gets all gunked up. That is what happens. It gets gunked up, not the other way around. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Pokemon Go news, uh, I guess that's for you, Sublime. I guess if someone is still playing Pokemon Go, that they should know that Froakie Community is this Sunday, the 13th. And it's going to have Water Shuriken and Hydro Cannon. So I have somehow playing. still playing Pokemon Go and you want to have a community day with Froakie, this is your moment. S- Sublime, I like how you're trying to play Salty, uh, but Thatch and I both do. And I'm just I'm like, oh, I'm do. not even in I'm town. Glad so. I'm no, glad I, I just, I, d- I honestly only play Pokemon Go during like the spring, summer, and fall. Once winter hits, I'm just like, this game's it's dumb. All- well, yeah. As you'd expect. At the moment it snows and I have to wear gloves or I like can't feel my hands outside, that's when I don't You're play anymore. You're supposed to play Pokemon Go if you can't feel your hands. That's terrible. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I live somewhere where the air sometimes just hurts my face. So it just has Well, it's me. killing me. No. <laughs> well, uh, you finish off the Go stuff, Linian. Yeah, there's some kind of Worlds event they haven't fully detailed happening over the weekend. So just, like, expect, I don't know, unknown... Yeah, whatever spells out the host city, I guess. Well, they usually do like they'll do like a worldwide thing too, where it's like if we all do it, here's a bonus or something. I don't know. What watches? It's like um, if everyone uh, does these random Mewtwo raids, then uh, they unlock the Mewtwo raids in Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> uh, I think I think they've learned. I don't know. I feel like Pokemon has given up on the whole idea of converting a Pokemon Go fan into a Pokemon fan. If that makes sense. Yeah, but the question is, has uh, Niantic given up on trying to get Pokemon to give them, uh, help them make those dollar dollars? I don't, I just think that They Pokemon... have their whales. They have their whales that they yeah. subsidize for the rest of the government. How is yeah. Shark doing? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, I took all the TCG stuff at the end. Uh, uh, we already talked about the uh, 
about the TCG Worlds requirement being bumped up to 600 CP. They also announced best finish limits. Um, it's just six of every type of tournament, uh, whether those be cups, challenges, or regionals. You get six of those. Do as best you can. Hopefully you get 600 points. Good luck in high scores. Um, it, it's actually kind of like nuts, like how much you have to do to like properly get it. Um, and I look into it and it's just very demoralizing only because uh, Ohio turns out to be like a very competitive place for Pokemon. For some reason, I don't really understand why. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, as we mentioned in the intro, uh, the new set, Obsidian Flames, dropped this week. Um, it's not actually that good, uh, but uh, it does have Terra Charizard in it. So uh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I Yay. can't wait for there to be a pile, uh, uh, just a, a whole bunch of people opening box after box after box, sadly, yeah. in the corner. Exactly. Um, though. Given the people that normally do that, it's probably going to be Commander Masters this week instead. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, all right, and then we end, as always, with uh, Puckle's Pokey Prediction. With Worlds being next week, how many Landorus do you think will make it into the top eight? Uh, last month it ended in 12th place, but so far this month it is in 8th place. Two. Uh, I, yeah, maybe seven. Two. I don't know. I haven't been paying I attention to the pages. I just I, remember, was it 2015? Oh, like, yeah. Chalk. Chalk. Yeah. Chalk. Oh, I love that. That was like. I actually, I do actually miss having a uh, a team that is like Chalk, not because of, uh, not because I think it's particularly healthy that it's the only team that wins, but I do think it makes it easier for the barrier of entry um, to Pokemon, because like, I don't know, it helps you get into it when you can just be like, oh, I know this is a good team, and I know how it works. Uh, nowadays, I feel like a lot of bgc teams especially now it's really hard to find like a like a team where somebody actually explains to you how it works and why the calcs are the way they are right now uh because i try to do that for myself to try to get back into it it's very difficult to be that is one of the most coped things i've ever heard but okay (laughs) i mean i i also had a good time in x and y metas i just really liked x and y x and y was just the best era for bgc yeah i will fight I, oh, X, and, X and Y metas were like very healthy. They were great. They were actually pretty healthy, with the exception of Landorus. But like they were, they were very no. healthy. There was that one year before Landorus, and then was the year after Landorus with all the big titans. Yeah, that twenty four BGC twenty fourteen was actually very good. Twenty fourteen was impeccable. Truly. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that was a very good year. And then, and that uh, was tw- Talonflame's moment. So yeah, you know. yeah. Goodbye, old friend. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. It was a good. All right. Well, that is going to be it for this. Uh, we're going to kick it on over now to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz. The part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to Trivia. Thank you for that introduction, as always, Mark. We are going to get started, then. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Patron Saint. The question is, 
What Pokemon type was the last to receive a monotype Pokemon in the national decks? Hmm. Trick question. Fairy. Took till Gen Wait. 6. No. No. To, no, no, no. That's not what the question is. In the national decks. Technically decks. it is, but I, I know what they're actually asking. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. not. That, I, I, that's, a, that's a good point, but it's incorrect. Uh, but yeah, I will let you. I will let you answer a real answer. Uh, I'm thinking Orthrum. Wait, no, maybe I don't understand the question. I well, thought it was no, 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 no. What type is the last to receive a monotype Pokemon? Essentially. So, like, if we start at Dex number one and you go all the way down to Dex whatever, which one is something. the last one to have a a mono? Yeah, yeah. Well, it used to be Steel, but that's no longer the case. Is there anything mono flying no. before Tornadus? Uh, not before. Well, then it's Tornadus, right? <laughs> uh, no. No, no, no. It would be after Tornadus because Orthworm is. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're understanding the question incorrectly, uh, Sublime. Uh, oh, I'm understanding it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What was the last type to ever get a monotype? Yeah, essentially, yeah. What was the last Pokemon uh, type to receive a monotype? So Pokemon if you start at Dex number dice? one, yes. what, at what, what type was the last is the highest number get? when you hit its monotype, which would be flying? Wait, no, I feel like it is fairy then. No. You were right off the fairy. Hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. It was added after the fact. It was added after the fact. Cumi being smart. But if you go by Dex number, then yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then yeah, tornadoes. So flying. Flying is correct, yes. Uh, That's a confusing question. That was a confusing question. And now that I saw you guys try to go through it, um, I read it and I was like, oh, I know the answer to this, but. Um, all right. So you guys are one for one. Your next question is going to come to you from, uh, GG Platinum. And he asks, in generation one, which Pokemon could you fish up in the gym statues? Oh, <laughs> the gym statues. That, yeah, I a, know this is a thing. There's only I'm one just, Pokemon that been... will actually come out of the gym statues, and it's really silly. I'm hoping it's Magikarp, but it's, it's probably not. It's not. Um, no, I don't even think it's a fishing Pokemon. Um, <sighs> is it a Rhyhorn? They kind of look like Rhyhorn, right? Well, I mean, statues? kind of, yeah, but this wasn't an intentional like, encounter. Um, I mean, I guess. I don't have anything better than Magikarp, because I think, if anything, default tiling would have said it was Magikarp. I feel like that's wrong, but I also don't have a better answer. Mm-hmm. So what's I, your I answer? can absolutely see them saying, all Magikarp? water tiles have a 100% chance to get Magikarp unless tweaked. So Are we talking about Magikarp? Magikarp is correct. Pretty much it, exactly. Magikarp. I'm uh, so glad like, it turns out, exist, Magikarp. It also turns out that if you use like a super rod or the good rod in these, it actually just will never fish anything up. It mm, will only, yep. it, okay, it, so it's a tiling error. Yeah, it will only fish up with the old rod. Uh, it's because they, they, they made them water tiles or something for some reason. I'm sure it was just something that was easier for them to code at the time for reasons. No, I think what happened is they were probably originally were water. In the in the archetypal gym build, they yeah. changed it and then didn't switch that uh that tile in, uh info. Yeah, because who's gonna be like, let me use my rod here? Um, and then it turned well, out who's a going to think, hey, played. maybe we should check. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like I would told, I would miss that. No, I think that's completely fair. But that gives you guys two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. This one is from the once and future gamer. The entry is from Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. And it reads, they strengthen their lower bodies by running into one another. They are very kind and won't start fights. Who's that Pokemon? 
They stre- could you repeat that? They strengthen their... They strengthen their lower bodies by running into mm. one another. They are very kind and won't start fights. What? what? <laughs> so they strengthen their lower bodies by running into each other. My, yeah. Um, my thought would be, like, Skiddo. Because, like, goats bonk each other all the time, but it's not... Won't start fights. Uh, Which I know is antithetical to your very being, Sublime, but... That's not true. <laughs> I only start fights when they deserve to happen. <laughs> um, hmm. And I'm also very kind, so I think it's me. Uh, hmm. Sublime um, is the correct answer, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry, what game was this from again? Uh, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Okay. So, uh, probably not Skiddo? I mean, it could be. This was back when games had egg trees for Pokemon that weren't in them. Ah, uh, I I can't think of anything better than Skiddo. Yeah, we're gonna need another Dex entry as well. Yeah, we'll say Skiddo, we'll knowing say Skiddo. that we're probably wrong. Yeah, uh, Skiddo is incorrect. Uh, the second entry is from Pokemon X, and it reads: It relies on its sturdy shell to deflect predators' attacks. It's it counterattacks with its sharp quills. Shh. So it's got claws. Uh, oh. Oh, it has huh. a sturdy shell and quills. I'm thinking like Quilladin. And what was the second Dex entry from? Pokemon X. X. Yeah, okay, yeah, Quilladin. Quilladin is correct. It's like, what else has a shell and quills? And it's like the Paladin. Sand so slash, like, but kind. that doesn't make any sense for anything yeah. else, for any of the clues. I hate Quilladin. Thank thank you for yeah. making me uh, think about him. Uh, well, I'm going to make you think about the letter Q some more in this next question from Polywo. I'm very anti-Q. <laughs> what seven items in Pokemon begin with the letter Q? Uh, I will Wait, give you... Seven what? Seven items ball. begin with the letter Q. I will give you a point for a every two of them you get. Um, quick Ball and Quick Claw are both correct. Um, these are in all Pokemon games, by the way. Um, anything that you could transfer yeah. Pokemon to Pokemon like home. Is with. there an item that starts with question or quest query? <laughs> Up to three um, points, by the way. Up to three points today. You have one. We do have um, one. Quick, quick powder. Is that one? Uh, are you locking right. that in? How? Sure. Um, it's like, it's, it's, there's a ditto item I feel is called... That's silver powder! No, silver powder is the bug boosting one. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's, it might not be called quick powder, but, um, it's not quick silver. Um, uh, what? I, I'm, I think it might just, uh... If we get one wrong, are we out? No, you get three strikes. Okay, yeah, go for it, then. Quick powder? Quick powder is correct. Nice. Right, that's a held item for Ditto, and it increases its speed. Yeah, is that the one it's, that boosts its? Okay. Yeah, isn't that dumb? You know what? Boosting Ditto speed is all you need, Frank. Right. <laughs> that's the only stat that matters for Ditto. That's why they did it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, God, you remember when Choice Scarf Ditto was the thing? Yes, um, it still kind of is. I hate that. Uh, Qualot okay, Berry. So- Qualot Berry. Qualot Berry. Qualot Berry yeah. is also correct. That gives you f- four, so two points so far. So there are two. Are there any other Q berries? There, uh, 
There are what? three more items. Why? Quiet. Quiet mint. Quiet mint is correct. Yes, there well are done. two more answers. We just need one. Um. <laughs> Whatever Quillfish drops into Pokemon in a in in Scarlet and Violet. That is technically correct. <laughs> They'll like probably you, be like quillfish thorns or spines or something. Quillfish spines, actually. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. We're um, there. There we there, go. There's your six. Uh, the last one is uh, that you did not get was from Pokemon Let's Go, and it was Quick Candies. I would never have gotten mm. that. <laughs> no. No. But other than that, you guys hit everything. So you guys are at uh, at you know three points there. So six for six for four. Your last question uh, I'm not was always. Lie, Thatch, I didn't think that counted. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was just nice. I I don't care. Uh, <laughs> well, thank um, you. Uh, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna give you your base stat question as always. This one is gonna come to you from Zay Paladin. Which not fully evolved Steel type has the highest oh, base no. special attack of all not fully evolved Steel types? NFE Steel type special attack. Yes. Just so Magneton, okay, let's see here. Magneton is up there. Magneton is up there. That's true. It's um, like one twenty or so. Yeah. Um. Huh. That's pretty high to beat because it, it was one of those Pokemon that didn't need an evolution and then got one, or not didn't need, but like it wasn't intended to have one. Yeah, and it it's a special attacker it absolutely is because it was an electric type originally um and not a um, dog like i can't think of anything that beats it no like the, the next thing i can think of is like maybe uh clang and or like that wasn't that like no that's not beating a bag yeah metang no is like a psychic type uh metang is more physical right um and almost all the steel ones I can think of are are very physical. It must at least... be Meltan. Um, yeah, yeah, Meltan, hundred yeah. uh, percent. Bronze ore. You know what? I don't think we're gonna beat Magneton. I really no. Don't. The only thing I think is like maybe Hasui and Sligu, but no, there's no, no way. that can't be higher. Because I think uh, doesn't the Hasui and um, Gudra have like the same stats more or less? No, because it, it actually attack gets a lot of its defenses reconfigured, but. Yeah, but its attacks stats I think are the same, where it's kind of mixed. Yeah. All right, we'll say Magneton, and then I'll kick myself for forgetting some regional or something. Magneton is correct at uh, at one twenty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So high. I've it's got high. the top. I've got the the top two, or the I got the number two and the number three as well. Number two, believe it or not, is Magnemite. Uh, so sad. <laughs> what uh, is it like ninety or ninety? It's ninety five, yeah. And then number three is Hisuian Sligu. Uh <laughs> and the comment I have from the uh the question people is uh, I've mostly found it funny that two of it the two of the members of the same line are the top two. <laughs> so yeah, you guys got all eight today. Yay. Does that change up standings? Probably. I don't know. Uh we're gonna find out, I guess. I assume it does. In our race two forty. We are going to go ahead and first place. We still have Seth Vila with 19 in a tie for second place. We've got Mark and Linian with 14 in a Yay. tie for fourth place. We've got Shark and Sublime with eight in six. We've got Sigma with seven in eighth. We've got uh, Dr. Shamu, uh, Whimsicott and Jushiro all with six and everybody else has yet to get on the board. 
with that, guys, that is going to be it for Poco's Pokey Quiz. Tune in next week for more Pokey Quiz. Until then, we are off to the topic. Are you addicted to cardboard like myself and Seth? Maybe you want to pick up a booster box of Obsidian Flames next week. Well, the best way to do it is to support the show by going to trollandtoad.com and using code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. Whenever you do so, we get a small kickback, and we really appreciate the support. So make sure, if you're buying anything, whether it's Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh!, you can head on over to trollandtoad.com and use code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. Get a 5% kickback for using the code and supporting the show. We appreciate everything you guys do, and we will catch you on the flip-flop. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be uh, the Pokemon Presents prediction time, fun times, yeah. And then, of course, like next week, we'll probably just talk about... With a twist! With a twist! Yeah, we're going to try to make a bingo card out of this. Um, And in that way, what I mean is we're just going to come up with like 24 possibilities that we think could happen. And then you can put them on a bingo card. Yeah. Well, or swing by the Discord. I think we're going to be posting it. Yeah, we're going to post some bingo versions of the bingo cards and you can play it and you can let yourself know if you got bingo. Uh, Or if we got bingo. Because I, I think there's like... This also lets us like talk about some more ridiculous ideas as well, I think. Because there's 24 of them. Yeah, and then do something crazy. Like, say, if we get Blackout, you'll, like, I don't know, give away a Pokemon. <laughs> sure. If we if we hit Blackout, I will, I'll figure something out. I'll post on the Discord. Dittos for everyone. Dittos for everyone. Uh, you get a ditto. You get a ditto. Or uh, maybe we'll do something silly on stream where I'll actually let, like, uh, Shamu come and pie me in the face. Because I think I'm going to see him in September. He's on the way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's true. So we can do something like that if we get Blackout. I don't think we will. No, we won't. <laughs> there's no way. We won't. That's why we pro- make the promise, because we won't. Yeah, if there's if there's 24 things that happen in this presents, I'm going to be amazed. Uh, you know, I didn't even think about it like that. I was like, oh, we just throw one ridiculous thing on there, and then we're covered. But no, it's just 24 things over 35 minutes is a lot to expect. Yeah, I mean, it's 35 minutes, which is very long, by the way. Like, for a Pokemon Direct, yes. this is very long. Uh, especially coming off, the, coming off the heels of that Nintendo present... Or that Nintendo Direct. It was, like, where they were just like, here, Pokemon made an appearance, first of all, in a Pokemon Direct, or a Nintendo Direct, which is kind of unfounded. I hate, because now we have to watch every Nintendo Direct. Like you weren't. (laughs) Ah. Like, okay, so for Pokemon Presents, I'll actually, like, watch it live when it happens, because I want to know, and I want to be able to talk to people, like, about what's going on, right? And for Nintendo Direct, I usually just, like, let it happen, and then I'll go home at the end of the day and, like, throw it on my TV. You know what I mean? I, I've never, like, super, super hyped for Nintendo Direct. Now I have to watch it live. I just wait till it's done and look at after the fact. That's usually what I do. That's usually what I do. I can skip what I don't care about, which is usually most of it. Nintendo Directs uh, are are a thing now. But, okay, so let's, let's start talking about what we think is going to be in this Pokemon Presents. I think a very easy... I mean, this could almost be free space is that they talk about Scarlet and Violet DLC. And honestly, I... Release dates. Yep. I think it'll only... Do we want to say release dates for both, or just release dates for Teal Mask? I think they're going to give release dates. I think they'll do it for both. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me for them not to. Okay, so uh, the only reason I wouldn't say both release dates is because they didn't do that for Switch DLC. Well, as we know, you can't base one thing they're going to do on what they already done been done. That's true. We used to be able to do this. They used to have a pattern. And then 
somewhere almost like eight years ago. They're just like, patterns don't matter anymore. We just do what we want. I mean, they're big enough. I'm not going to make that a free space because I still personally believe that you're not going to get both release dates. I think you'll get Teal Mask's release date. I feel like it's already August. I feel like they kind of have to get both release dates. I'm honestly shocked that we don't have the release date for Teal Mask anymore. Which is why I expect both. Yeah. You know what? That's a fair That's a fair argument. I, I do expect like a good amount of time to be spent on the Pokemon DLC. The uh, the DLC? Agreed. I expect like 10 minutes, minimum 10 minutes on DLC. I don't know what else they're going to have to show us. They're going to talk to us something for like 10 minutes about DLC. Uh, I don't I don't see any other way because I, I saw on Twitter a lot of people, and maybe we should put this on the bingo card anyway, but people were talking about, oh, it's going to be Pokemon Legends Kyurem and or Gen 5 Remake. And I'm just like, I don't know that they would want to like eat their own sales, but... Um, also, oh my gosh, if Pokemon games come out more rapidly than they already are, I am going to be exhausted. I will be exhausted. I don't think it would be this year. No, it wouldn't be this year. It'd be next. It could be January, though. Yeah, could you imagine, like, a January to March release date, though, for, like, a Legends game? Yes, I can, because that's when the last one was. I mean, it would still be over a year. We had annual releases for a while. This would be another extra three months. That was too fast, yes, but it's not necessarily... That's by no means an acceleration that is keeping the exact same pace that we had before. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I would make the argument that the DLC is our release this year, if that makes sense, and part of the annual release cycle. Sure, but also it requires significantly less work. (laughs) Which I'm okay with, because I kind of think they need less work, based on uh, the five frames per second a lot of things run at in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. But that's just me. Uh, I. But yeah, we could... Okay, so uh, I think we should put, like, the Pokemon Legends Kyurem on there, just because there's a chance. Uh, because, I mean, 35 minutes is so long. It really is. I feel like they have to be announcing something. There has to be something, right? Like, there just has to be. New Pokemon. A new Pokemon. A new Pokemon. I, I think we can split that up into multiple things. Like, a new Pokemon itself, and, like, maybe a new regional form, if that makes sense. Here's a question. Maybe they... Do you think they could add new Pokemon into the DLC? Other than, obviously, the legend, you know, the ones we know we're getting. But like, just, like, regulars. I mean, they obviously could. I don't know if they will. Like, the, the speculation that I've seen online that I don't really like, and I feel free to disagree with me, because this is just mostly, like, a me-feeling thing, is everybody's just, like, Apom and Gliscor were pointed out as regional or version exclusives. And they're like, they're going to get some kind of form. Like, they're going to evolve into something else. And I don't I don't know that, that that's going to be true. That's a solid maybe, but I also don't think that maybe they'll... I don't think we're going to get Gliscor 3, and those two do not have equivalent base stats, so they're not going to be forms of them. Yeah, I don't think that's what's going to happen at all. I, I think instead... Although, it would be nice for Apom. That would be a bummer. Like, one of you gets Gliscor and the other gets Apom. Apom deserves something. I wouldn't be surprised that happens. I The closest thing I could see happening between Apom and Gliscor, which I don't think is going to happen, is they get some kind of Paradox Mons based on them. That's more reasonable to me. Oh, yeah. A new Paradox Mon. Yeah. that Throw that on the bingo card, actually. Let's give, yeah, new Paradox. New, I think new Paradox is absolutely going to be shown off. If I have to predict, and it's not those two, and I don't think it will be, uh, let's completely back of the napkin something hilarious. I don't know. Let's, let, they've shown off a lot of Snorlax. We're going to get two different Snorlaxes. No, they already, we already got Sleepy Time Snorlax. 
we're going we're we're going we're going to get a uh, cave bear and uh, iron belly. That's not going to happen. Okay, well, actually, oh, Snorlax Paradox Mons, that would be hilarious, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. I, I thought you were saying, like, forms of Snorlax, I'm like, there's no way. I, I could totally see a Snorlax Paradox. No, no, Snor- two, two Snorlax, Snorlax, two Snorlax Paradox forms. Okay, yeah, I, I think that's possible. I think, I mean, I'm just going to say Paradox Mon. I'm just going to say new Paradox. Parallax, yeah. New new Paradox mo- Mons are coming of some sort. I don't think they're going to reveal to us too much about the DLC, but I don't know what you do for 10 minutes, in all honesty. Maybe show us some new NPCs, that always does. Yeah, maybe some new NPCs, maybe details about some of the NPCs, because in... Exit, yeah. And details about the story and what it's going to be. They kind of did that in the Nintendo Direct, but uh, details of DLC, DLC, NPCs, slash story. Okay, I, I think a very easy knock it out of the park is obviously they're going to do some kind of Pokemon Masters promotion. Yeah. And and that's obviously going to happen because... Definitely Nimona, that's been data mined. It, it's been data mined and it's called the Pokemon Presents release or something like that. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that. Oh, they'll probably announce another Unite mod too then. Uh, Pokemon Unite and Pokemon Masters. Oh yeah, Pokemon Unite, they're totally going to announce the Mega or the Mewtwo. They're totally going to reveal the next whatever thing's coming out. Is Unite still, like, a disaster? Uh, define disaster. At the moment, like, uh, where one thing is just way too overpowering. Yeah, that seems to be what they do every time a new mod comes out. They just, like, make it really busted so that everybody wants to go buy it. They overtune and then tune it down. People buy it. Ugh, it's unfun. It's unfun. I, it was okay at first, but when you had, like, Zacian come out, that's when it got really bad. Yeah, and my my understanding is Mewtwo is just the new Zacian. Yep. Uh, I'm sure Mewtwo will get toned down in, like, a next week or two, but they always do this, and it is kind of annoying when they do it, uh, when somebody just does... It, it's kind of better, but kind of worse that they kind of force you to pay for it now, too, with real money, instead of being able to purchase it in-game with coins right away, because then fewer people go get it, but then when it does come up, you're just like, oh, I gotta deal with this. Uh, it is very, it is very pay to win in in some circumstances for three months. Then you got to pay again to win. When it's not like a huge new Pokemon, it's usually okay. But something like Mewtwo and Zacian, they always way overtune it. Yeah, hyper overtuned. I yeah, they hyper overtune it, and that's where they're at right now. So it's like, ugh. so if you wait like another month or two though for a new Pokemon to come out, Mewtwo will probably be toned down. And it's probably fine. But, like, when a new big Pokemon comes out, it's really bad. But, yeah, no, the way this uh, direct or this presents got, uh, got like, de- leaked was somebody data mined Pokemon Masters after it got an update. And it showed Nimona and it said, like, the Pokemon Presents release or something like that on August 8th. <laughs> August 8th Pokemon Presents released or something in the code. It was that specific. Because at first I'm like, what? Did, why does Demona being in the game mean we're going to get a Pokemon Presents? And then like I looked at it and I was like, are you kidding me? They were that blatantly obvious with it. <laughs> what Pokemon do you think she'll get? Uh, I I don't know if they announced that. If that's in... Paldean Tauros. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. That's a good choice. No, but actually thinking over her team, they'll probably give her Pommy, Pomo, Pama. That's the one that she uses to uh, teach you Terra and all that. That is very true. Uh, I would be okay. So this, I'm gonna throw this like out into the wind as a possibility, but probably not gonna happen. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced like another DLC pack. If they're just like, we're gonna do more DLC after Indigo Disc and Teal Mask. 
Honestly, I'm on board with that idea. I'm on board with that. Slow down, Gen 10. Slow down, Gen 10. Take your time for that one. Yes, uh, but especially if it goes and uh, adds Pokemon that would appear in whatever yeah. Let's Go uh, or uh, Legends or whatever other version. If we get those Pokemon in, so we just get one Gen 9 Master game that can include things. Can I play with the Snivy? I do kind of like that idea. I I do like that idea. I, I, I just think second DLC pack is semi-possible only because we got those two new regions, right? We got Kitakami and the Blueberry Academy, which both aren't in Paldea, right? They made that super awkward part of the map that's grayed out, just like Area Zero. I think that's just how they're handling that transition, but... No, I, I agree that that's very possible at this point. I just, I hate how awkward it looks because they did the same thing to Area Zero. You know what I mean? If Area Zero had some other kind of just distinguishing uh thing on the map that wasn't just like the gray lines like the uh, quote-unquote kalos area i i kind of wish that they would let us at least explore that and it doesn't have to be kalos it could be you know it could be palos or whatever it is you know like the sinjo ruins so some area in between the two because I, honestly i don't think that area is actually like really fleshed out in kalos itself already if you play x and y I, I think you are coping real hard with uh, your Johto is right there problem. Uh, but <laughs> okay, okay, the Johto is right there problem is very real though in Fire Red and Leaf Green. It's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. <laughs> but I, I think it would be. I mean, I think it would be cool, and it would be a nice homage to I don't know to the fans that like the games. I don't know. Uh, I, I hate when they. Well, they're actually pretty good about like acknowledging that past games existed, but I. They know, like, the fan base wants something like this, where you, like, go back to a region, and at least being like, hey, here's, like, a piece, I think would go a long way. Give me my Olive Branch Pokemon. That's all I want. Or second DLC entirely, I don't care where it is. You know, if it's more story, if it's anything else. But I do like the idea of them just, like, instead of us having to wait until next gen to be able to play with new Legends Pokemon, this seems like a much better way to do it. Yeah, like, I, th- I think that would be the, the way to, to do it. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I think the chances of us getting a brand new game, though, are very slim. Just because they they really want to hype on the DLC right now, probably. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Maybe not a game, but, like, maybe the next Pokemon Sleep thing. Not actually that, but something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, here's something to throw on there. Uh, Pokemon Sleep gets at least three minutes of explanation. Oh, Pokemon Sleep. Pokemon Sleep definitely gets explanation for no reason. Something, yeah. I'm not playing Pokemon Sleep, uh, but I am watching other people play Pokemon Sleep. A new Pokemon product will be announced. How about that? Ooh, a new product. I could see that. Because they did announce at uh, at the anniversary, like that Pokemon TCG Classic. I could see a Pokemon product. They're totally going to talk about Detective Pikachu 2 for way too long. Yes, and they're probably going to do a full gameplay tutorial of a very simple... uh... This time you're going to have to combine red and blue to make purple. Purple, yeah. It's going to be something way too long. (laughs) No, you'll have to create Scarlet, combine Scarlet and Violet (laughs) to make brown. They're going to talk about Detective Pikachu for way too long uh, and make it seem way more epic than it actually is. You know what? Maybe it will be more epic than the last one. Do you want to make me buy the game if they had Pikachu voiced by Ryan Reynolds? If it was voiced by Ryan Reynolds or Danny DeVito. 
Yes, Danny DeVito, yes. But if they actually did the thing like, yeah, this is the Detective Pikachu, this is, you know, the, the character is now voiced by Ryan Reynolds, and also, you're talking, and look, you're Justice. Oh, God. Justice Smith. I'd watch it. I'd play it. I'm very confused about what's going on. I, like, Detective Pikachu is just a game that I just don't see any market appeal for whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think they did either, which is why this only got greenlit after the movie did well. <laughs> It got greenlit after the movie did well, and then on top of that, it feels like it's still coming out a year too late. Just be- just because there's so much Gen 8, obviously, all over this. Oh, maybe they'll announce a sequel to Detective Pikachu. The movie. Oh, the movie, yeah. Oh, the movie. Ooh. Mm. I could... Okay, so, like, I think that is actually possible. We got a lot of boxes to fill, so... Yeah, I... I we have 13 boxes, so, like, we're doing okay. Yeah. I, I could totally see them doing that, though, actually. I could see them announcing that, kind of how they announced the Mario movie. I mean, it did well. And it was a, you know, it was a good enough movie. So. It was, it, I mean, it was the most successful video game movie when it came out. At the time, yeah. At the time. And then Sonic happened. And then Mario happened. And then Sonic happened, and then Mario happened. And proving again and again that, like, oh, these make money. Make another one. If you do them well, they make money, I think is the key thing, right? Yeah, but based on the first one already having done well, the second one is going to make money. If the second one does badly, the third one won't, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, a sequel will make money. I still stand by, like, Detective Pikachu, the first, like, 15 minutes where you see Justice Smith trying to be a Pokemon trainer, or whoever trying to be a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, it is. I want I want a movie of that. Like, I want, I want that movie. I, I want some movie where, like, somebody's, like, out in the grasslands trying to catch Pokemon and getting stomped all the time. I don't think you can do a whole movie out of it. It's very funny, and it, it was one of the first times I felt like someone got it. Because, like, a lot of times with, like, these adaptations and things, it always feels like they're embarrassed to take their world seriously, so they go just full Marvel movie smug. Like, as fun as the Sonic movies are... That is very much a recurring problem with them. That's only salvaged by Jim Carrey being there. <laughs> I think that's also a little bit of what Sonic is, too, to some extent, though. Because Sonic is just smug about everything. Oh, no, it is. But I'm talking the filmmakers being like, this is the hip, like, just afraid to be earnest. They know they're not going to get an Oscar. I get it. Yeah, it's like, come on, no, you're you're making the the schlocky kids thing. Have fun with it. And then Detective Pikachu opens with a guy running from a Cubone, throwing a bone at him. It's like, no, okay, you're you're taking this at face value, which is itself funny. You're not making fun of the concept. There's a difference. Yep, I do agree with that. Sincerity is great, uh, and so I will say that I sincerely believe they're going to do. They're going to try to push, um, and this will be a bingo cell. They're going to try to push Pokemon Live or whatever the new TCG thing is, that's going to be a whole thing here. That's true. They need to promote that more. Okay, but it's such it's so bad. Um, Which is why they need to promote it. Yeah, they, they need to get ahead of the messaging, because the only thing people can find are people complaining on ex-nay Twitter uh, that um, this is a terrible thing. But I don't know. I mean, I, I do expect some kind of TCG announcement of some sort. I Exactly. Something TCG-related. It prints money. I think TCG Live is a good answer for uh, at least now. I the TCG is like where a lot of money is, though. You you aren't wrong. Yeah, and the thing is, they'll they'll. This is the kind of place where you make an announcement about something like live. 
Worlds is where you make an announcement about like a new set or a theme or a mechanic. Oh, well, I could also see them making a. Uh, I I could see them announcing maybe even just like I don't think we've had an official official release for Scarlet and Violet one fifty one, um, which is the set coming out in September. Um, and it's like a set that's just like the original one fifty one Pokemon, as the name would imply. Uh, I could totally see something like that being announced. They do something like that like every generation. Every year, every year, there's just like a bonus set like this. Like last year was Pokemon Go, the set. Is is are those legal? The one fifty ones. Uh, the Blastoise CX is actually like kind of exciting. Reprint Rain Dance Blastoise Coward. They they're not there yet. One day, the Blastoise though is actually kind of exciting from that set. So I'm I'm excited for the Blastoise. I just remember being burned when they were doing all of the. I forget what generation it was. I think it was during Sword and Shield when they made the set of like a tribute to the original um sets. And then they didn't print Venusaur and Blastoise, like the only two things that had abilities worth using. But Charizard got printed. No, you're talking about Evolutions. Yes. Oh, I hate that set so much. That was X and Y block. And mm. I remember that set being like so overprinted because I thought everybody's going to want to buy it. And then nobody bought it and they were just... And then it was garbage because they didn't like... And it could have been great and it really could have been. You know what's worse about that Sublime is when the TCG collecting took off all of those packs started going wild got dumped on the market i remember that they went crazy on the market like everybody wanted them for garbage you know what then they, they because the collectors wanted the wanted to try to like pull a charizard and feel like yeah. they were cool again but yeah okay i digress we got to come up with things that are gonna be in this direct we got 14 blocks let's see how many are we at how many are we at we're at 14 so we need like 10 more okay we need 11 all right oh yeah 10 right no we yeah because we got free space we get a free space. Because we have the free spot. Free space, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free space, free space, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Pokemon mobile app, a la Magikarp. Something really dumb. You take that back about Magikarp? I love the Magikarp thing, but it's, you know. I can see I can see an app that they, that they decided to announce, and then it just no longer needs to exist after three years. I can totally imagine them announcing an app and it not coming out for three years, because that's what happened last time. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, I will say this same day, uh, same day Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Go event. Pokemon Conquest 2? I believe that actually. No, I want it. Uh, no, not Conquest, not Con. Okay, no, actually put Pokemon Conquest 2 on there, but also Pokemon, Pokemon Go, same day event. Yeah, I put, I think Pokemon Conquest 2 should be there as just like a wish list item, right? It's the wish list item. It <laughs> 100% is the wish list item. I think there's, I think there's definitely an opening for them to in like introduce reintroduce like a spinoff game. I would, I would be totally fine with like another Pokemon Mystery Dungeon remake. It'll be Explorers of Sky, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Mystery of, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Give me Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Area Zero. That'd be cool. Actually, Area Zero would be such a cool post game dungeon in in a uh, Sky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put two things down. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh. Uh, remake, and then also Pokemon Mystery Dungeon uh, new game. Because I think I think Mystery Dungeon, it sold well enough for a spinoff game, even when they did Mystery Dungeon DX. Like, it, I think they still sold like 3 million copies. Yeah, and the thing is, they will, because of the reputation Explorers has, they will sell a ton. Um, they, they will sell probably 5 or 6 million. That's honestly the only thing that's holding me back from not playing that game right now is just that it's on DS, and I really just don't want to play a DS game. Uh, I like if you put it on my Switch, I will play it. It's honestly one of the best DS games. I I believe you. Um, I the games that I I don't know like there was such a golden era of like Pokemon spinoff games 
in like the generation three to generation four eras. Even you know, as like a '90s kid, I frankly think there were a lot of great spinoffs in Gen One and Two. Also, give me another pinball. Give me another pinball. Give me another puzzle challenge. But Ruby Sapphire pinball was better. Uh, no, the, the golden era of Pokemon spinoffs was Gen Three Four. <laughs> Ruby Sapphire pinball was the better pinball. I do agree with that. Look, no, all I'm saying is no Pokemon game. Give me another new, new Pokemon snap. Like, I want another snap. That's what I want. No Pokemon game has sold more consoles than Pokemon Ranger because it destroyed so many DS screens. You needed a new one. Pokemon Ranger, after the first one, I think it was okay. I I haven't played too much afterwards after the first one. Uh, I, like, played occasionally on the other ones. The first one was mediocre. Um... The later games were much better. Well, they were better because they didn't make you actually do 20-some continuous circles. They they would actually, like, if the chain got broke, it would at least keep the counter. And it, which is a significantly better way to handle that game that game series than making me do 30 circles around a Steelix. I, I remember being very frustrated doing that uh, just because it's so big. So it was just breaking it all the time. And that screen is tiny. It was terrible. Do not recommend it. <laughs> but yeah, there's... Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got. So we got we got nineteen things. So we need five more. Five more. Anything else interesting that we're thinking about? Uh, raid event for Pokemon. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a given. I think. Yeah, raid event for Scar- simultaneous raid. Ev- oh uh, well, yeah. It's gonna be the Mewtwo on Mew. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Still, let's put it. It still deserves to be on there. Like, yeah, even though we know it's gonna happen. Yeah, a raid event. I think they're going to announce a Mew distribution as well. I think they're going to announce some form of new distribution. Here's a bit of a long shot, but I think this would be the time to do it. Lico movie. Uh, okay, if they do it at this presents, though, I, I feel like they're going to get so much flack for not even having it simulcast. And that stopped them? No, it won't. But, like, I could totally see it happening. It's either... It's, I, w- I don't want to say Lico movie, but I want to say they're going to at least hype Pokemon Horizons. <sighs> Pokemon Horizons, fine. Pokemon Horizons hype, but then also Ash movie. Then, then, because they have been doing those movies that have just been like completely divorced from main continuity, where Ash only has Pikachu. A new Ash movie would be a great solution. Yeah, a new Ash movie would be a great solution to you know no longer being. I think that's kind of the idea. They also may, might want to wait on that just so it feels more complete. Yeah. I think they'll definitely hype Pokemon Horizons in some way, whether it's a movie or they just like go, oh, it's coming to. Netflix, and we all have to wait. I I really wish they would just come up with a way to simulcast it, even with like subs. That would be great. They're not gonna do that. I think so. Uh, but I I don't know. I I would love for it to come out in a more timely fashion than it does now, where it's like nine months delayed. It really is late. Like we still have Ash. <laughs> we still have Ash. <laughs> you know what else they can announce that I'm really surprised they haven't announced yet is pokemon for nintendo switch online whether it be red blue yellow or gold silver crystal that's true that's true in fact they could do uh ruby sapphire they have the gba i i'm gonna say pokemon pokemon for switch online leaf green fire red like yeah i'm gonna say that and it's ten dollars each <laughs> with home support i mean you're already paying for the subscription yeah i know honestly i would up my subscription for pokemon they already have two la- layers of subscription. Do not add a third. I swear. Like no, 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 no. I would no. I don't even. I don't even have the second layer right now because there's just no reason for me to. Uh, because I think 
so there wasn't the code very early on when they launched the Nintendo 64, Nintendo Switch Online. There isn't the code like a transfer pack function for to go from Game Boy to the N64. Like that does exist. And I would love for them, since they released Pokemon Stadium on Switch Online, to just finally announce like, hey, here's Pokemon Red and Blue, and they work with Pokemon Stadium and everything. Maybe they'll just announce Pokemon Stadium 2. Pokemon Stadium 2 is already on Switch Online. Is it? Hmm. I thought only the first was. Nope, both are. Oh. We've got, I've got the NSO Plus, and I just don't, I straight up don't remember whatever, it, whatever what's out on that. Yeah, I thought it was just the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I think it's very, I think this is very realistic, though. I think that's okay. But yeah, um, that's 24, unless you guys have anything else you want to cover. Yeah, one. some of those things will happen. Uh, some of those things will absolutely... Some of those things will happen. And some of them will not. <laughs> some of those things will definitely happen. And if it's a blackout, I don't know, you get to you, you get the legal right to duel me at a time of your choosing. <laughs> okay, if Pokemon Conquest 2 happens, I will be the most shocked person in the entire world. Uh, I, like, I, there's just no way that happens. Like, every, I look at this and I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no way this is all in 35 minutes. And then I'm going to be shocked because they're going to be like, Pokemon Con, I even, I'll even fill in the Pokemon Contest Conquest 2 slot, even if it's just anything that resembles that gameplay. Yeah. Pokemon Emblem, like, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Do you know what could be really fun, actually? Pokemon Warriors. Yeah. Pokemon Warriors. I'd play that. I'd play the hell out of that. I, I'll even accept Pokemon Warriors. I'll even accept Pokemon Warriors. It's not gonna happen. It's not going to, but, like, if you could play, like, you would just play, uh... Pokken Tournament 2. No. Mm, no. No. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like we should put it on there, but it's not. Okay, but Pokken Tournament... Pokken Tournament 2, I'm not interested in, unless Iron Valiant is playable, in which case that's probably actually really cool. I don't think Pokken Tournament 2 will happen, only because Pokken... Pokken Tournament 1, it could have been good, but they just messed up on so many... On, in so many steps. And I think part of that is just due to the Wii U. Like, I think the Wii U is what failed Pokken Tournament. Yeah. Because it came out on the Wii U, um, five people owned one, including myself. Like, it was just... They had all these cool characters being added in the arcade machines in Japan, and they just weren't releasing them in the US because they were probably working on the Switch really hard. And just did not care about act properly updating Pokken to for the probably 200,000 people that actually bought a copy of the game. That's when we got Pokken Tournament DX on the Nintendo Switch. And we did get a couple DLC characters that way. Um, we, we even got uh, the Decidueye that was special to it. So I, I just find it very weird and very odd. I don't know. Uh, we will, we will definitely see, definitely see. But yeah, I think this is a good list. Um, if you guys have anything else that you predict or any thoughts on the presents, because it does come out on Tuesday, please send those in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we can't wait to read those on the show next week. But until then, I think this is a good place to stop. And we will go ahead and we will kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 745, Lycanroc, the wolf Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sun. Sorry, it's Pokemon Moon. Dex entry reads, uh, when properly raised from a young age, it will become a trustworthy partner that will absolutely never betray its trainer. This is the midday form as opposed to the midnight form who will sell you for a, uh, for like five taquitos. You know what's really cool? Um, th- this is really bad. There's a rumor going around that Lycanroc 
might get a fourth form uh, in the DLC. Dawn form? We might we might finally get Dawn form instead of Dusk form. You know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm actually, like, somebody, sure. said, somebody said that, like, Dawn form makes sense, and I'm like, actually, it does, though. Uh, it, like, Do you know when we should have gotten it? When Dusk form came out? Well, that too. But uh, Hisui, <laughs> when they had Dawn and everyone thought, oh, thought it was going to be like the start of a living world theme. That would have been good, actually. I would have been here for that. I really, I would have, really would have liked that. I think there should just be a fourth one. Why not? It's fine. We'll get Dawn form because it'll be like Dawning Fang and it will be the... Now, I think it would <laughs> be, be cool the if, Scarlet. I would be okay if Dawn form just didn't have anything other than like i hope i wish it got like a new typing as well because like all the lichen rocks are rock i would love for all of them to have a distinct typing well then you get iron well then you get iron dawn and then you get dawning (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just i just wish they would get something more i lichen rock is such a cool pokemon and i i think it's uh i mean its base stats are obviously good enough for it to be on this team this week right uh, base yeah, and what are those base stats to get oh, into it? Let me tell you. Uh, 115 attack, 112 speed. Very good. Both those very good. Especially on rock. Um, fast rock. Not a lot of fast are, rocks. Yeah. You got Aerodactyl. Yeah. Aerodactyl and Lycan Rock, right? Like, what else is there? Yeah. Uh, you've got 65 special defense and defense. That's awful. 75 HP is okay. Um, and then you've got yeah. 55 special attack because his Pokemon was min-maxed. So it's uh it's done very well. It, this is the midday form, by the way. The midnight and the dusk forms have completely different stats, and it, like dusk form is very similar to midday form. But uh, yeah, dusk is just midday with minus two speed plus two attack. Yeah, it's just like slightly <laughs> slightly stronger and slightly slower. One twelve speed though, I kind of like because it's in its own speed tier at that point, and it can start to outspeed yep. very specific things. Yep. Also, did they get rid of, uh, they didn't get, no, they didn't. Okay, thank God. I thought they got rid of Accelerock for a minute, and I was like, please don't get rid no. of Accelerock. Don't call Accelerock. No. No, it's just that this thing is fast enough in this meta to not really need it. Yeah, I, 112 is very good. Uh, I mean, it, look at what this set is, too. Like, yeah. it's fine. Accelerock is, uh, Accelerock's just rock type Aqua Jet, for those of you who have never used a uh, Lycan Rock before. Rockwood Jet, if you will. Rockwood Jet. I like that. That's what they should have called the name. Instead, I, I believe that the only Pokemon that can learn it are in fact uh, are in fact Lycan Rock. Uh, midday and Lycan Rock Dusk form. I don't think anybody else gets it. So Let, uh, me, let, me, let me check. Correct. Yeah. It, it is nobody else gets it. I think it's just those two. They don't even give it to the bad Lycan Rock. Like, come on, Midnight. No, Lord. because his whole thing is supposed to be slow. Yeah, okay, Midnight Lycan Rock. <sighs> it needs all... it the most. Why is it's Midnight... not even that slow? It's still like eighty. Why doesn't Midnight Lycan Rock just get dark typing? Like, why did that not happen? Yeah, yeah. Because they are kind to I... it. Honestly, dark <laughs> dark rock would not have been great. Uh... I mean, Tyranitar does it. It pulls it off. Yeah, Tyranitar has one hundred and twenty more base stats. That is that is mostly true, yes. Uh, it but like Lycanroc Midnight form. I mean, it's not good anyway. It's just not. It's just not good anyway. Like I mean, shut up. I love him, but you're right. But shut up. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was good. I really yeah. Do wish it's it the was coolest good. looking one. Why did they have to make it the worst? Yeah, they could just make it better. That'd be. Really I just cool. love it. I love it in new Pokemon Snap because that thing is just built mm-hmm. to move. 
No, I mean, that's what happens with a lot of Pokemon past Gen 6 is like they were thought of like as 3D models, right? So you get to see some cool stuff. But yeah. All right. Well, we got a team, obviously, to go along with this. So let's go ahead and get it going. Our team is a VGC team this week uh, with Lycanroc on it, which is kind of fun. It's Sandrush because uh, we're going to we're going to tee it up with a uh, Tyranitar as well but uh it's got it's a lichen rock holding a focus sash sand rush ability um so it gets to go even faster in sand which is kind of cool uh ghost terror type mostly because you're worried about fighting type moves coming in to smack you um you have uh 252 attack 252 speed because we're going fast i love these spreads on the, by the way on this team like most of them make sense and yep. you you've got uh rock slide close combat because lichen rock got close combat last gen for some reason they're like, you know what, Lycanroc, Lycanroc needs a thing, and so they gave it close combat. It also has Bulldoze for a little bit of speed control and Endeavor because you're holding that Focus Sash, and it's kind of fun to just Endeavor somebody after you get hit. Um, of course, like I said, this is paired with a Tyranitar, which has Sandstream. This is Choice Band Tyranitar, by the way, as well, so this is very aggressive. Um, it is Flying Terra-type, so uh, Tyranitar heard it wanted to be a Landorus, and it decided to do that itself. Uh, max attack, max speed, adamant nature. You've got rock slide, which is just always good in VGC, especially for flinches. Assurance, mm-hmm. um, yeah, low kick for a little bit of coverage, and then also terra blast if you want to terra terra flying because you got to hit that Amoongus real hard. Like I I hate Amoongus in VGC right now. I feel like it's the biggest thing stopping me <laughs> all of the time. But yeah, somebody take uh, two more of these Pokemans. I'll take the bottom two. Yeah. You've got the stretchy Tatsugiri, which is judging you, um, which I love. Reminds me of Snidey Side-Eye just a little bit. This one's just angry. Yes, but it's like giving you Side-Eye anger. This one yeah, saw you it. cut it off. It saw you cut, That's yeah, it, how you cut? That's the sushi you're making? Really? That's the choice? Yeah, it's judging you. I no, that. it's it's angrier than that. It's more like, I saw you trying to get into my lane. Yeah. This thing's paid off. You want to bet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's running into the Choice Scarf, uh, with obviously the ability Commander. Terra-type Water, and a complicated EV spread, uh, 44 HP, 20 defense, 236 special attack, 4 in special defense, and 204 in speed. I'm sure that is significant since it's running a Choice Scarf. Yeah. Um, Timid Nature, and we're running Draco Meteor, Hydro Pump, Dragon Pulse, and because it's VGC, we threw in some Icy Wind, yeah. To be, to be fair, if the Tachigiri is attacking, something probably went wrong. That's fair. That's fair. And yeah, so much in special attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they have to do something, right? So Yeah. Sylveon's running another choice item, but it's going to be choice specs. We're running Pixelate on it, because why would you not? Also Terra-type water. Yeah. Modest nature, though, this time, with a spread of 164 HP... 60 defense, 252 special attack, so we're maxing that out. Four special defense and 28 speed. Uh, only three moves! Because mm-hmm. uh, it's a sleep talker. So you've got sleep talk, terror blast, and hyper voice. It's missing rest. The AOE. It is missing rest. It probably needs rest. No, it's not. What the? What? It, maybe it's intended to. Uh-huh. Is it Spore-based? Maybe it's to have rest. Well, it can't have rest if it's got, got choice specs. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is very confusing, what? actually. What is this? This team came in a really good placement. Uh, 
I guess it's spore bait. Yeah. This like this, th- which is why it has to be something, right? It must be this, for spore. Yeah. This has to be something where like you know something is going to get spored, or so you know what? Maybe on. you literally just don't care. You're either going to hyper voice or terror blast anyway. Fourth it move. Feels needs wrong. A fourth move. This feels wrong. It does. It does. What? It. <laughs> I mean, if you wrong. do get spore, you're more of it. You know, you're more consistent. But uh, this feels wrong. I don't like this. Fairy term. moves. Oh no, because you've got the terror blast water. Yeah, I don't get it. I like how you said these are incredibly ba- uh, balanced and reasonable uh, EVs, and then I'm looking at the others. No, it's just those two. <laughs> yeah, it's just the two I got. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. No, the heat trans a little complicated too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And then yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the two easy sprints, Dax. Yeah. You got the two easy sprints. The two that make the most sense. So, Don Dozo's here. Don Dozo, if you are unaware, is unaware, and it's a big water type, and it can eat Tatsugiri. Yep. It's got 252 attack, 20 special defense, and 236 speed, with a wave crash, earthquake, rock slide, and terra blast as its abilities. Wait, does it Ghost not Ghost even... is its terra type. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think it... I don't... I don't think it does eat the thing. Oh, I know it does. Nope, it does. it does. The only thing that matters is Commander. Don Dozo doesn't need a paired ability. And it doesn't even, it's not even running order up? No, but it doesn't have to. I know it doesn't have to, so, but, so then it doesn't really matter which Tatsukuri you use. No, but the stretch, so I think he got all of the options and then chose, well, probably chose the one that's most common just mm. to hide that, or chose one that's really uncommon, so people are going, what, why does he need defense boosts? What? what? That, I my favorite thing is you should just run the shiny Tatsugiri all the time because nobody knows what the shiny Tatsugiri look like. <laughs> and well, they do hold themselves in slightly different positions. You just need to know what to look for on that. Even if yeah, you don't know. they're just like really small though when they come out, and the camera in Scarlet and Violet kind of sucks. So anyway, really he trans the last Pokemon as we alluded to. Yeah, it's got Flash Fire. It's Got Terra Grass with 180 HP, 4 defense, 236 special attack, 4 special defense, and 84 speed. Heat Wave, Earth Power, Terra Blast, Protect. Yep, because Terra... This is a lot of Terra Blast. A lot yeah, of Terra, lot of terra choices. Blast. Okay, to be fair, I don't know why the Sylveon's Terra. I don't I don't know. I don't know why. The Sylveon confuses me, like, more than anything else on this team. It's just the Sylveon. Like, what's going on? But I... I, I it's fine. It's fine. Try, the, try this team out yourself when it's on the Discord. Uh, Maybe you can explain it to us. Yeah, somebody please explain to me the Sylveon. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, try it out, have a good time. Uh, Advent calendar is still happening. It ends, I believe, on Monday, actually. Uh, but we will be running for the rest of the week uh, a catch-up. So definitely check that out. And then next week, we'll be back to regular scheduled programming over at Patreon with uh, giveaways. So definitely catch that. But until then, guys, uh, we are going to kick it on over to... The mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast.com and we will read it on the show. Last time we talked about alien Pokemon, we asked you for your favorites. Um, and of course, you can go ahead uh, and potentially win the Green Tauros badge as this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like I said, give the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. 
Our first email this week is going to be from Stooge Fella, uh, and I believe uh, Linian's going to read this one. Yeah. Hey, Puckle. How's it going? I'm Stooge Fella, and I'm probably in the majority from age range, but the absolute favorite extraterrestrial Pokemon has to be Deoxys. Remember, as a child around eight or nine years old, my parents told me to clean my room one night. I, I reluctantly did as I was told and started cleaning. While I was cleaning, I found my old Game Boy Color and the Pokemon Yellow version. As most children do, I started playing the game and stopped cleaning. I vividly remember to this day how much fun I had in the 30 minutes or so before my mom came in and made me start cleaning again. The very next day, I woke up and started playing, and that was my normal routine for months afterwards. My birthday rolled around, and eventually the only thing I asked for was the new Pokemon game. I had seen the new games at Walmart, and that's all I could think about for what seemed like months. Well, my Nana picked me up from school about a week before my birthday and took me to eat, where she asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Uh, I told her about all these games... Then she took me to Toys R Us, let me pick it out, and Game Boy Advance. I left with Pokemon Ruby, which looking back I should have grabbed Emerald, but whatever, and a new Game Boy Advance, and I was instantly hooked. I played Ruby daily until Diamond and Pearl came out, but during that time I watched a little movie called Destiny Deoxys. <laughs> I remember watching that movie with my little brother on TV one night before bed and thinking about how cool Deoxys was. The shape-shifting, seemingly emotionless, creepy alien thing captivated me. And I was so upset that I never had the opportunity to get one for myself until a GameStop distribution to in Diamond Pearl Platinum years later. But ever since that movie, I've always loved the Axis. Hopefully one day I can get a legitimate shiny, but until then, I'll struggle to decide which form I like best. Thank you for reading this on or off the podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Stooge fella. That's a cool story. I hope you have a wonderful week. Did he get the Toys R Us game? There was like an exclusive Toys R Us Game Boy Advance. Oh, yes, I do know that. And it looked weird. It was like yellow, wasn't it? No, it's like this weird blue. It was like this like dark blue color. I don't know. Like Game Boy Advances had like a bajillion colors compared to what most consoles have now. There's just like so many colors. I don't know. We don't do this with our consoles anymore because I feel like at some point somebody decided that it's either special edition where you just have like a skin from some movie or some video game on it, or it looks like a PC because everybody just is an adult now and wants their stuff to look like adult things. But I kind of miss the back when they used to just market all video games as toys to us as children to some extent. And they used to come out with cool colors and all these other things for consoles. So I, I definitely, I definitely miss that. The one you're thinking about, I think the yellow one, you might be thinking like the Game Boy Color. Mm. Um, there was like a Game Boy Color that was kind of like that. But I don't know. I'm just really into this because I like finding the weird ones to mod. And be like, I have this really rare one, but it's actually playable because the back screen's lit up now. But all right. Thank you for that email, uh, Stooge fella. And we've got uh, one more today uh, from uh, Nico. Yeah. Good morning, Puckle. This is Nico here to say Mark is right. We need more cryptid Pokemon. When I say they should make a Pokemon out of this, Wendigos are at the top of my list. Naturally, I popped off when Mark mentioned them for a cryptid that deserves a Pokemon. I can understand that Wendigo are horrifying both visually and in concept with the theme linked to themes like cannibalism, but there's no way it's too dark for Pokemon. If they can make the hellscape that is an antlion larva and turn it into the trap inch line, they can make a cute little Wendigo. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah, I think they could have a cute Wendigo and call it Wendy Go or something. You know, that's just I don't think this is a good idea, mostly because it is very much a um there's a fine line between mythology and living religion, and this one crosses it. This, no. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I get it. Uh, it's not my thing to have an issue with, so. 
No, if someone has an issue with that, I get it. Alright, also, when Seth brought up jackalopes, a flood of memories rushed to me. When I was young, I designed a jackalope fake online. I drew it a lot, too, but completely forgot. Thanks for reminding me of my childhood. Also, if you did this, what kind of Pokemon did you make up as a kid? I made up so many. I don't know if I actually made up any Pokemon. I mostly think of, like, they should have this Pokemon, uh, than making my own up. I, I don't know if I ever, like, made up a Pokemon in that regard, but, like... I'm always like, how is this not a Pokemon yet? Looking at the dolphin that took forever until now. Mm-hmm. I want an orca now. I'm, dolphins aren't enough. I want an orca. I still think there needs to be an evil version, like a water dark that becomes a supervillain. That's the orca. That's the orca. Oh, we do need that. Not even water dark. Just like dark. Hard stop. Dark fighting. Dark, dark water fighting. Like, whatever. I love, I love fish. I love like fish in aquatic Pokemon that aren't water type. Yeah, that's cute. I enjoy that. I like that a lot when that happens, just because, I don't know, it, it gets away from the idea that, like, all fish Pokemon have to be water type. I feel like it's boring when they're all water type. And on that note, actually, Fatch, come to think of it, I also designed a Leech Lamprey line. So it must have been before Gen 5 when we got the Electros line, because I would never design a new Pokemon if that Pokemon already exists. What am I, Game Freak? Oh, oh, burn. Anyway, I really hope we see more cryptid folklore Pokemon in the future. As you may know, my biggest hope is to have a regional Krampus Delaware, but I think Iron Bundle has dashed those chances. Oh, right. The mailbag is about space Pokemon. Uh, Minyar is cool, right? I think we can all agree on that. He is correct. Green Tauros badge. <laughs> yeah, you pandered. You, got, you pandered to someone's favorite Pokemon. You're going to get it. I hope everything you predict about the upcoming Pokemon Direct comes true. Nico. Honestly, Nico, so do we. We hope everything we predict comes true. It won't, but I hope it does. I do like Minior. I hope it comes back in the DLC. I forgot the list already. I hope it's one of them. Yeah. Because Minior is such a... It is a cool Pokemon. I like Minior. I think it's... Uh, I think all the colors are a very good idea. I like them in Pokemon Snap as well. Pokemon Snap had used, the, used them very well. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Oh, they're great in Snap. See, this is why I'm like, you know what? Just make another Pokemon Snap game. It's a winning option. Pokemon Snap was pretty good. Like, I'm actually pretty happy with Pokemon Snap. Yeah, gorgeous. Pretty game. I like going back to it whenever I want to relax. There's basically nothing to complain about in that game, other than how difficult some of those pictures can be. But you know what? That's fine. It needed something. That's the point. Yeah. I appreciate it. I I mean, Pokemon Sleep obviously took some inspiration from that way of collecting as well, because they like just like Pokemon Snap, uh, new Pokemon Snap, where you, like every P- Pokemon has like four different stars or poses to collect. Um, they did have the same thing. They have the same thing in Pokemon Sleep too, where like every Pokemon has like four forms to collect or something like that. You know, and it's a Pokemon game on the Switch that has Superior, so it's the best Pokemon game right now. That's true. But yeah, uh, thank you for those emails. Uh, I guess we can give Nico it if you want to pander. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Minier, so Linian gives you the... Done. Wow. Yeah, there you go. That's all it takes, it turns out, guys. You've pandered the right people on the right day. Someone should mention Snivy positively when I'm on. You'll probably get it. <laughs> yeah, probably, actually. All right, well, if you want to email us next week, let us know what your predictions for the Pokemon Direct are, or your reactions to the Pokemon Direct when it finally airs. Yeah, it'll be out by then, so no need to predict just tell us what you thought. Yeah, Pokemon at, at PucklePodcast at gmail.com. I, to be fair, I really do like when these happen, when we do like these prediction episodes and we ask people for it, and then we get like the emails before it comes out. I love watching what everybody else thinks should happen. 
and then watching it explode uh, in retrospect. It's it's uh, gives me life. I like watching it just to see. I don't know. It's a really good like finger on the pulse of the Pokemon community and where they think they should what they think we should be seeing. Right. I like seeing that. So send it in both. Send in both. Even if your hopes were dashed, what hopes were dashed? Uh, <laughs> send that in to pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. And if you mention Pokemon Conquest, you'll also probably get the Green Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, until next time, though, uh, if you want to hang out with us, the best way to do so is go to PuckleDiscord.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, is it Twitter uh, and Facebook and I guess threads? If it still exists, you know. Yeah, exactly. Any of those. That applies to all of those. Yes, it does. And then, of course, you could always catch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast. I should be back this week. Um, unfortunately, I didn't stream this week because uh, my cat uh, had been going through a lot of things. My senior cat. Uh, we actually had to take him to like... Yeah, the, I understand that. We actually had to take him to like the pet ER uh, because he couldn't breathe. It was a whole thing. Uh, he's fine now for everybody who's worried. My, my cat is fine now. Um, he's much, much better. He did pass the infection he had to our other cat, but he's much younger. So he handled it way better. Uh, and then we also, but yeah, either way, I'll be back this week. And then of course, uh, you can always follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash puckle podcast. If you want to help support the show, best way to do so is go to Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast, uh, where we release, uh, extra bonus episodes and other cool things. Um, I'm going to be doing a poll to see what other bonus content you guys like to be see over there. So, uh, definitely respond to that when I send it out to you. We, I would love to distribute whatever you guys think we should do. Uh, other than that, though, guys, I think that's uh, everything. Oh, no, of course, if you want to help support the show, you can also go to trollandtoe.com and use code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout to get 5% off your order. Uh, we really appreciate the support from those of you who do that every every month. So, yeah, uh, other than that, though, guys, I have been Trainer Thatch. I remain sublime. I'm Linian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.